to start with mine as well. Okay. Welcome All right. to Clocking Time with RTC Fitness, Stark County's premier fitness center located on the campus of Stark State College in Canton, Ohio. Today, as part of our series called Get to Know Your Coaches, we're talking with Coach Abby Duffy. Welcome, Abby. Hi, Steph. Hi, Abby. <laughs> so to get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, um, like you said, my name is Abby Duffy. I was born and raised here um, in the Canton, North Canton area. Went to Jackson High School, graduated in 2015. And then I went off to school my first year. I was at the University of Dayton. Um, I was a walk-on for the basketball team there. Wasn't playing as much as I wanted to, decided to leave. Um, went back to a school who were recruiting me out of high school and still wanted me to head up there. So I went up to Saginaw State University up in Saginaw, Michigan, which is about four and a half ish five hours from here. Um, got a scholarship, all that good stuff. Um, school paid for and got to play three more years, um, which was the goal of that, was to play a lot more and drastically changed that. So that was cool. Um, Degree-wise, didn't really know what I wanted to do. So honestly, when I transferred from Dayton, a lot of my gen eds that I took there fit into the business realm of Saginaw. So I was like, let's just go with it. So I got my degree in business um, administration, I think it is, or just general business. It took me about four and a half years. I had to take an extra semester because accounting kind of stumped me up a little bit. But a few attempts at that class and then graduated in 2019. So luckily missed all the COVID craziness of like college and school. So. That was good. Um, and then once I graduated, I got an internship opportunity out at the university um, with Yale, their strength and conditioning program. Um, so that was a really neat, cool experience to be able to work behind the scenes with all the athletes and teens, especially coming from where I did, um, knowing what it was like and just being able to be on the other side of it and help athletes in that way. That was the main goal of that. Um, and obviously got cut short too with COVID. So then ended up back here um, back home and once I think the gym was already shut down so when I got got back home I wasn't able to start coming here I had dropped in RTC a few times before because my dad um, was going here so that's how I knew of it and then once the gym opened back up or opened back up I knew Gavin coach Gavin was doing the shadowing looking into getting his L1 and stuff so talked to Allie and then honestly everything just kind of fell into place from there went and Got my L1, did a lot of shadowing. Um, the personal training kind of came with it on that sense. Didn't ever really expect to do something like that, but then um, I was watching Allie do work with a lot of people. I think you were one of the first ones um, that I was shadowing, watching Allie work with, and came to love it. Um, and yeah, so now here I am. So building slowly, starting to do more around here on the business aspect of things, uh, just through my degree to use. And, seeing other things I've never really done anything job wise other than like weight room or like physical fitness stuff so um starting to learn a little bit more there but yeah that's me a little bit <laughs> thank you for sharing all that no problem you, so obviously you have a long and strong athletic background so what do you like what draws you to CrossFit specifically and what do you like about it what do you why do you think it's good for people yeah um so what draws me to it was at first the intensity honestly of it um growing up playing basketball pretty intense sport um 
the lifting and conditioning that always came with it was kind of like a, you know, an afterthought more so, where basketball was more like developing skills and like working on your shot, all that stuff. Um, and I don't know if it was through my college experience, not necessarily that I didn't like it, like I loved the game of basketball, but um, just people and like coaches who kind of lessened that love for the sport as it went. So my uh, like thoughts and like interest kind of transitioned into, wow, I think I really like, like the side of the conditioning and the lifting was the main part of it. Um, and honestly, the collegiate level was the first time I ever really got into a lot of that, like cleans and like Olympic movements and heavy lifting with that. Um, but a big part of knowing that I was going to play a lot more when I transferred, um, that was my shift of fitness kind of happened. I was always a big kid growing up, like tall, um, pretty overweight too, just until, probably up until like my sophomore year of college, so not too long ago was when my transition with that and just thought process of living a healthier lifestyle kind of happened. Um, I was going to CrossFit Utility before I came here, and just the people I had met up there, um, their theories and like logic and how they lived their life behind uh, CrossFit being a big part of it. I liked it a lot, just hardworking people, like blue collar, just like a lot of us here. Um, so that's kind of like the main thing that drew me to it was the hard work. Um, it's not really fit for everybody, like it's not something everyone can kind of pick up and, and do. So I also like that, the challenge, and I like the idea that it's different every day. Like you're not, you know, not necessarily doing the same stuff, it's always verified, uh, or uh, varied. And just all the little things that come with it like that. And I think my dad doing it too played a huge part of it. Um, he was a good role model and set a good example. And I'm pretty sure he was the first one who was like, yeah, I think he tried it before me. And he was like, I think you would really like it. Um, just with the competitive nature, whether it was within the family, sports, you know, friends, all that good stuff. I like to be competitive and, and also have a fun time with it. And I think uh, CrossFit allows for a lot of that. Yeah. Um, obviously, like you're a strong, confident athlete. What was the dip most difficult transition? What was the most difficult about transitioning from athlete to coach? Um, that's a good question. I think you well, you say confident, but I am actually not the most confident person at all. Um, I think I play it off a lot with like my sarcasm and mm -hmm. humor and stuff, which kind of hides that, but. Uh, and my abilities, I'm probably the least confident in, so it's kind of held me back a little bit. But the confidence in coaching is probably was probably the hardest part because being an athlete and being like good at what I was doing in basketball and like and working out or whatever, um, like you can just like lead by like what you do physically. Yeah. Yeah. Where like the coaching side of it, it turns into more so you're leading by a lot of like verbal cues and like it's not who you're trying to coach obviously yeah. coaching others so like you don't know like what's going on in their head while they're like while you're talking to them you don't know like their limitations what scares them like all the stuff that comes with trying a new movement or um, trying to learn something or you're stuck like maybe you know like all the stuff you have to do you just can't get past that certain sticking point just um, learning individuals and, like members that you have in your classes and um, trying to just like learn their patterns, tendencies, like, and then all the outside factors that come into it of um, 
this might sound weird, but like the timing of the class, mm -hmm. so like warm ups, like writing those out, yeah. transitions, uh, bathroom breaks, all the little stuff that you don't think about when you're just yeah. like attending the class. Um, I think those little things are still still the hardest parts. Like every every morning when I'm like thinking about uh, like writing a warm up on the whiteboard and stuff like that, it, it never really gets easier to an extent because like I said, it's always different every day. Yeah. So. There's certain skills you might have to spend more time on in the warm-up. There's some maybe you can get away with like not really touching on, so on and so forth. So the biggest transition would definitely just be the, um, for me, just not, not knowing, or when I started more so not knowing and like the confidence in like even what I was saying. It's like the cues and like stuff like that, just thinking, oh my gosh, like am I leading them the right way? Like. Like, keeping everyone like safe is this the best for everybody so just like all those little thoughts that kind of go into it was probably the hardest part where when you're an athlete on the other side of it like you're just doing what you're told right <laughs> you're just you're going through it exactly yeah you're worried about yourself you're, you don't have to worry about yeah. the other 10 people in class and yeah so that was that's pretty much that's the hardest part well that's interesting you mentioned your your uh, sense of humor that you can kind of use maybe as a cover for insecurity but for me personally like it's something Very like 
stone face and like monotone and that's like I can really come off as like I don't know if we're allowed to cuss, but like yeah, RBF. <laughs> it's like one of those like if you don't understand like right. what I'm saying is probably a joke. A then it's just like oh wow, yeah. like did she really just yeah, yeah. that? Like stuff like that, and then it's like oh well, <laughs> now yeah. I have a judgment. <laughs> but, but it's, then once it's I, whatever. I think it's something you quickly learn is just part of who you are. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you got, I mean, a sense of humor, so. Okay. Yeah, you guys. I mean, you guys all know my dad. If yeah. you've seen four three, it's like between him and like even my mom. Like she doesn't come here, but it's just like and my siblings. We're all just we're all like that. Okay. So it's kind of That's something like we've grown up like on. Yeah, and even like all of our families. Yeah. Like my mom's one of eight, and like her siblings are just they're crazy too. Like they all have their own sense of wit. They're all yeah. out there funny. Yeah. And then even my dad, um, his siblings. Like it's just. Very like, very fun and like, you know, like you said, teasing. like not too serious, yeah. teasing, yeah. like mocking, like yeah. stuff like that. But also very like supportive. And at the end of the day, we'll like be like, no, I'm being serious. Like, and then they'll yeah. say something like nice and motivational. And then it's like back to making fun of each other. So yeah, it's just cool. It's cool to be a part of. Yeah. And I think too, from me, I think a lot of people here are just like that too. I think, like, so. I think, I think it's the, a very good crowd. Yeah, I mean, they do yeah. that sense of humor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Can laugh at themselves as well. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to laugh at yourself first. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Yourself. Yep. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna ask you, what's the most annoying client habit that you've observed as a coach? So. Just something that, that frustrates you that you wish people would just like, oh, like, oh, stop. Um, just speaking like general terms, obviously. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> name drop anybody here. Like um, Irwin. No, I would say. So, like, are you talking like like class members yeah, too? Yeah, maybe and during, like, I'm thinking like, like during everything. class. If you, you oh, wish okay. like people can they stop doing that? Well, I'll name drop Carrie Cooley <laughs> because I don't care. She needs to show up on time and she needs to warm up instead of just sit there and roll out the whole time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She, uh, she's great to have. No, um, yeah, Carrie's the only one I call out for this whole thing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I try like not to let things bother me that much like that because I understand like. I try to put myself like when I'm going through a class, yeah. yeah. Like things that I say that I don't like when people do while I'm coaching, I will catch myself doing in a class. So if I catch myself, obviously I try to fix it because I'm like, oh my gosh, like we were just talking about this, how we don't like this happens. But it's not very often. Um, I do think I don't know. It's like I don't mind people walking in late. I understand like life, like you yeah. have life happening outside. Like that's that's fine because it's like. If they do, they usually just sneak in. Like sometimes I don't see it. I'll just like see it when I go around talking to people. But um, I think like a class here don't disrupt things. They just kind yeah, of it's not like they're coming in, in like, like making yeah, a huge scene. Right, it's right, like right. you know they probably had to they're running late, yeah. dropping their kids off yeah. something. Where it's like, how are you gonna get mad at that? But um, I would say a pretty classic one is just the amount of time sometimes you have to re-say what you already said. Maybe just because. If it's a certain person you see, they were maybe were talking or like weren't paying yeah. attention, and they come up to you and ask. This. It's just stuff uh, like little. That would probably be one of the ones, and it doesn't like 
some days it's almost like seems like it's all like class long. People just repeatedly asking the same question, but then it could go like weeks without it happening. It's just like kind of seems like it's just like a maybe if the workout was like really like confusingly written or like I'm not doing a good job explaining it, something like that. But sometimes it's like each person in the class has the same question <laughs> and it's like been answered already. So you probably feel that too, being a teacher. It's oh, just yeah. like absolutely. And I get too that it could just like slip your mind, or, like you just yeah. keep saying stuff like that, but. If I had to pick something, it'd probably be when I just have to repeat myself a lot. Yeah, I think that's really it. But yeah, other than that, it does get frustrating. I mean, yeah, and it's not even like the most. And you want to say, thing. come on, like you're all adults here. It, like, I yeah, teach teenagers. So, you, know, you expect them to not to listen. It but, almost feels frustrating just because just people have it. Yeah, and I think I take it more myself of why it feels so frustrating because then I get frustrated inside of like you're not doing a good job explaining this. So I think it's more like internalized. So it's not even the fact that I'm still getting the same question. Yeah. I think the frustration boils up like at myself of like you haven't explained this well. Everyone's still asking how to do it. So I think it's like a double-sided thing. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, I think I feel that way as a teacher too. But yeah. I, like what did I do wrong if they're not getting Exactly. Message. Yeah. You just kind of make it personal. Website is like everywhere. Exactly. But I do think it's ninety-five percent of people know this. Oh well, that's good enough. I'll take the other five percent though. Yeah, that would be it. Okay. Um. What is your favorite exercise? Like your favorite? Oh, clean. Personally, a clean. Yeah. Okay. Why? That's easy. Um, I don't know. I think just. You just got a good one. Everybody I did, just, yeah. Like, just, just, just like tell the world what you just. It did. was my goal to hit 200 for a while on yeah. a clean. I didn't care if it was squat or power. Um, I like to stay away from squat just because my hip and back stuff. Okay. But um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I was happy with it. Uh, I still feeling the repercussions from it a few days later. But um, yeah, I'm doing a few like lifting programs solely, pretty much to just be able to hit that. My PR before it was like 185, so I was like, oh, I knew I was there. Yeah, and then I was, uh, the lift for the day was like to work up to a heavy single, and I got 195, and then Allie watched it, and she yeah. went, and I was like, should I just go for it? And she was like, yeah, why not? Because like, right here, like I can, so my thing is I can pull pretty high, it's just getting under it, and then like if I were to squat it and stand it, try to stand it up, it's yeah. the squat, like the standing part, that's hard for me. But I can pretty much get under any bar. It's just being able to like pull it up high yeah. enough. So I, I kept feeling it. Like every time I was missing it, I missed it probably like five or six times uh, before I got it. And I kept hitting right here. So I'm like, I'm literally underneath this bar. I just need to like catch it a little higher with my elbows, whatever. Um, and then I got it. And then yeah, and that was it. <laughs> that was it was cool for a second. And now and then like my mind just kind of shifts. Like all right, like now you know good. Get to a five, yeah. Like keep going, um, but my power clean is 15 pounds heavier than my squat clean, which shouldn't really be like that. But yeah, clean's my favorite. Um, I like working on it. I just think I that was probably one of the first things I learned to do too when I started lifting at uh, in college. So that might have been why maybe like one of the first things that made me kind of see like my interest in that side. Um, but yeah, honestly, anything with barbells too, except for squats. I don't like squats. But a clean would definitely be my favorite. So any any form too. In any squat, you're not a big fan of like no. that. Or, no, I don't like squats. Do 
that, would you say least favorite? Because that was different. No, running. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nothing will ever be worse than running. It's a basketball player, though. Yeah, yeah it's different. So it's different. It's okay. different when it's 400 meter in the middle of a wad. I don't know. I don't know what it is, because I hated it so when I played, but there was so much more to think about yeah. when you were doing it. I was just getting Like, now it's literally, like, I understand you can think about the other movements in, like, a workout if there's running involved, but you don't at the same time. At least I don't. Like, right in my head when I go for, like, if I go out for 400, I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Sucks. I guess basketball, you're running to get somewhere to do it's something. It's like the last Maybe. thing it's you like, think. Yeah. It's like the yeah. last thing you're thinking about when you're playing. Or or yeah, like you're chasing yeah. the ball. Yeah. You're like you're chasing yeah. your person. You have to guard. Like you're thinking about what play you're doing. Right. Like you're hearing the crowd. Like there's just so many different things, and it's so stop and start. So like sprint and like like sprint intervals and sprint style stuff. I don't hate like running wise. Like you said, like like up downs on the court yeah. and stuff like. Those are fine. Like I wouldn't complain about those at all. But anything over a 400, I don't want to do, <laughs> and I hate it. And a lot of it, I think, some of it plays into my like I don't want to call them disabilities, but like my hip stuff. Running outside just it just wrecks my body. So it's not that I like. So like we're fortunate to have the air runners and yeah. stuff. So it's not that I like couldn't or like. I'll still do it every once in a while just to see how I feel, but it never fails that like my body just kills after. And it's just something I can't do anything about, so that just plays into the hatred of it. But I don't know what it is. Like, I can go on a machine for however long. Tell me to go on a machine for however long, and I'll be fine. Like, I'll be able to breathe pretty normal, like, find a steady breathing state. The second I start to run, like, I will hyperventilate. Like, my breath just, like, so quickly is so heightened and then that just like is in my head the whole time and it just doesn't get better as the run goes on but i did a 10k one time yeah so pretty proud of that yeah. but i've never do it again um i think i tried not to because it was a long time it was an hour it took yeah. an hour to do it yeah so it was like if i just like try to wrap my head around getting halfway, yeah. then I can start letting like the negative thoughts in. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I'm halfway done. I can't be pissed off right. the whole time. Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Just ran a 5K and just gotta run one more. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> and I, I think maybe because I had to do a lot of it, like when I was playing at Saginaw, we got punished a lot because we were bad. We had a lot of like punishment workouts and it was always just like, always felt like you were doing this running exercise mm -hmm. for a bad reason. Yeah. So, so it's a mindset that we Yeah, create for sure. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, yeah, it's just something I don't like. I mean, everyone has theirs. And yeah, for sure. It's just untouchable. It'll always be running. Okay. Close second would be Toasted Bar, though. Mm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, well, maybe one more, like, coach-related question. Okay. I'll ask you a couple personal things, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. But, um, so rank these three things in order of importance and then explain why you rank them the way you did. So okay. exercise, nutrition, sleep. Most important. Yeah. One, two, three. Like Obviously for know me that all or important. what I would say for somebody else. Um, if it's different, I don't know, just talk about Yeah, it. because you know the whole like, you could be good at giving advice, but you don't listen to it yeah. yourself. I feel like yeah, I fall yeah. into that. I totally understand that. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're obviously all important. Like that goes without being said. Um, 
I would say, just off of what I've been like learning still through this mm -hmm. process and stuff, I would put nutrition first. Okay. Um, I just think I've personally noticed a world of difference. So when I was playing, I would like practice and we'd have our lifting and stuff, and then like I would go work out again sometimes, like in the rec, just because I knew what I was gonna eat later. Cause like it's gonna be a lot, and like yeah. I love to snack. And like I ne I could necessarily just because we were, I mean practices were three to four hours long, and then you know walking to classes, whatever. I was burning so many calories. But once I've learned, like, got, like, my nutrition certain and, like, going through, like, me, myself doing macros and stuff, like, the old saying of, like, you can't out-trade a bad diet, like, I hate how true that is. It's cliche. Yeah. It's cliche, yeah, but true. It's true. What's cliche? And I think I was talking to Allie one time that, uh, like, she was the same way when she started CrossFit, like, when her brother was coaching her, and she was, thought, like, she'd eat whatever she wanted, she was working out so much, and then she made the switch, too, and just kind of, like, had the lighter words a little bit there. But... Um, that's why I think it's, that part's important because, um, you know, you can work out three to five times a week is pretty much all you need if it's like, especially CrossFit and stuff like that. But, you know, you're eating every day. It's obviously something you can't go without. Um, so I think it should be more of a heightened, like, emphasis and just how much it can affect your body. Um, I would just put that first. Okay. And then probably exercise second. And then sleep third. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's still very important to have a plan, like with your exercise and like all that good stuff. Like we all kind of know how that part goes. And then sleep. Um, I think that's more of something that might be out of people's control sometimes. Of like work schedule, like family, like just you your body, just your body too. Like yeah. just if your body's not feeling like sleeping that night. Uh, and I would just put exercise before that just because that obviously can make you tired. So that can help a little bit. Um, just give you a little extra like boost in the sleep realm. But yeah, I think sleep is one of the most important like recovery processes that gets like overlooked a lot. I feel like people think recovery is like a lot of like treatment. So like, you know, maybe going to a chiropractor or like cupping, needling, sauna, cold tub. Um, like all the physical things you can do for it where like sometimes like you just need to sleep a lot. So I think it's overlooked, but important. Yeah, we forget like how much healing, I do too. healing yeah. sleep does. For sure. I know I do. For yeah, sure. I do too a lot. I've been more conscious of it lately just because I have to get up early to come here. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I try to get more sleep just so I'm not in a bad mood, but I can feel it in my body sometimes too. Like I'm able to work out earlier more so just because my body feels better. Um, all right, just a couple personal questions then. So what are some, any hobbies aside from fitness that you enjoy outside of the gym? Um, it's a big part of your life, but. Yeah, like, right now it's pretty much pretty all in my all life. It, but um, just for fun, like what's a fun day out for you if it's not gym I love I love shopping. Okay. Yeah, I like going shopping a lot. Um, outlets preferably, like any sort of like outlet setting where you can like walk outside and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. Um, that's a good one. I really like, I don't know, like any part of like just going to like a new area or like new like downtown or like just, just stuff where there's like cute places. Like preferably like walking to like outside, yeah. like to yeah. see like cafes or like bars and like stuff like that. Um, 
I do like like social aspects, like going out to like eat with people, just like like breweries or like something like that. Um, I love like music a lot, so I listen to music a lot because that's I guess a hobby. Just yeah. listening to stuff. Do you like live? Yeah, I don't really go to a lot of them, but um, I would probably like it if I did. <laughs> yeah, any sort of like sound, honestly, yeah. just noise, music. I you like. Do you noise machine at night? Do you um, like I actually no, I play Netflix New Girl on Netflix. Do you? That's New Girl is my all-time favorite show, okay. and so I've seen it enough where I don't need to like stay up to listen to like what's gonna happen yeah. or like to see it. So I like put my phone over and then I just let the episode play. Interesting. Yeah. Schmidt? <laughs> I really like Nick. Okay. Schmidt's yeah. probably he my would, second. He's a smart ass. Yeah, he's so, like yeah. me and guy for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I try to do the music thing at night, but then I would just like sing the songs in my head. Yeah. So then it was like keeping me up. So then I was like, well, what's something I can just like listen to? So yeah, that was that works well. but. Yeah, so music, and I love movies too. Okay. So like little, like basic things like that. But okay. yeah, a few things. Um, cheat meal, what is it? Like not worry about any nutritional aspect of the food. What's, what do you eat? I would eat any and everything in sight. It'll be your favorite. I'm not even you gonna like. Choose, like maybe stuff your last meal. So a lot, okay. Like fancy. What is it? So I don't like love like meals. I love snacking. Mm. So, like an appetizer person. Yeah, if, like if I go out, I'd rather get like yeah, little like junky like finger yeah. foods like that. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily have like a meal. Honestly, okay. if I had like if it was like, yeah, it would more so if I had a cheat like day, it would be like just adding in like bad snacks. So like Oreos, ice cream, donuts. Like any sort of like you granola. Are you a no. No, they just have to be double stuff. Anything. Um, my mom gets this trail mix from Walmart, and it's really good. So that would probably be involved. Where like trail mix is not necessarily the best for you. No, it <laughs> adds up it a little seems bit. Like it should be. Yeah, and then I always add stuff. Like I'll add chocolates yeah. to it and yeah. all that good stuff. Um, peanut butter and jelly would be involved somehow. I think I'd probably much, pretty much cover every area. Okay. So like the Oreos, nice ice cream, nice donuts. Spray. Yeah, and maybe like pizza would be thrown in there too. So that could kind of be like a meal, I guess. Okay. The pizza part. Okay. But yeah, it's it's pretty much just if like I get like cheat on the macros for the day, it's like whatever is in sight or whatever tab I'll just eat it. Yeah. But I would like to go to Swenson's. Hmm. I do really like Swenson's. I just always forget. Like if, I'm gonna, if I know I'm gonna eat bad for the day or whatever, yeah. I always forget about it. But I always want it at the end of the day. Yeah, that would probably be where I would go. The galley boy. I'm not a big milkshake person. Are you a milkshake person? I think I'm good. Any, I like any blueberry, part, like any ice cream, any form of it, yeah, yeah. give it to me. <laughs> Inject it into me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I want it. And oh, I can't forget peanut butter. Peanut butter is my favorite food. Okay. So I'd probably just do spoonfuls of peanut butter okay. too. Any kind too, like reduced fat, regular, really? no sugar added. Oh. It's all variety. Regular or just Oh yeah, but like it's dangerous. 
It gets really dangerous. That was like the worst one when I started doing macros. I was yeah. like, this is a serving size. <laughs> it's like, dear Lord. <laughs> All right. Um, well, last question then. All right. I had a bunch that I could ask, but we probably have yeah. to like, tie this up somehow. Yeah, I know um, so, Okay. A co what's the best thing about being a coaching artist? I really do thoroughly enjoy like when others accomplish something they've really been reaching for and like the and like it even makes it better when i've had a, like a, a step in that or like help in that so the the broad idea of literally like helping others like that would generalize the best part of like being a coach um i've loved like the relationships i've been able to form with like you know i'm one of the youngest ones here yeah. by a lot of years and like guess that's fine but like I just love like coming in and not really thinking oh like this 40 year old mom like I'm really gonna get to know her like you know like stuff like that and like just you know uh learning people's lives and like every single person you cross through in here is gonna have a different story yeah. and I think it's cool people's like motivations of as to why they're in here and know who they're doing it for like it's not themselves like all this stuff that comes behind it you kind of like start to learn and like seeing people so I think that's really cool just learning and um socializing in that aspect because like I'm very introverted like I don't like like to interact much so like every time I come home from the gym or something like I'm not usually very talkative or like in the best mood when I get home because I could just need to like like recharge yeah, and like absolutely. it's very draining like the like what we do here and, and it's funny because Allie and George are the same way and we talked about it before but um, you know we still love doing it and getting it, being able to help others through something that we're so passionate about I think at the end of the day is what makes it worth it um, yeah because like just myself like we were just talking about my clean like that I've been working for for a while how I know I feel on the inside and then like knowing that that's how others are going to feel and like you're going to be a part of that too like maybe you gave them that one cue that like helped them get it. So like they're always like gonna remember that. Or yeah, like rather it was a progressional thing, like you've been working with them for months on something and then they finally can like apply it to something. Whether it's in the gym or like in life. Like literally um uh my neighbors I was working with, she plays on the tennis team at Jackson High School and um just recently, actually this past weekend, she came up to me when uh, we'd seen her, I hadn't seen her in a while, because she started tennis and all that stuff, and she was like, she was like, Abby, like I wasn't the last one to finish the mile test. And I was like, that was like, the first time. Yeah. I was like, that's like amazing. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that little stuff like yeah. that. And like, just like the smile on her face, and like, she seemed pretty excited to like come up to me and tell me. And then just like the compliments she's been getting like from her coach, like, yeah, like you're moving better, like stuff like that. And like, knowing how that can like, help and like, affect people um, outside of the gym for better reasons is pretty much why I like to do it. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's what, why, I mean, so many people, when they say what they love about RTC is the coaching and that you're all that way. I think you're like coaches, you know, they're uh, yeah. just, just crossfit yeah, it's like be. listening and you, you do kind of carry the burdens of others as part of, I think, being a coach. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, there's. The client and it's hugely appreciated. That's good, yeah. It's nice to know, yeah, yeah. it's just a. Uh, you know, cliche or not, it really does boil down to, it's just a position and a, and a, and a title where like, if you don't like helping people or like, yeah. if you're not doing it for selfless reasons, yeah. then it's kind of like, you know, it's not someone necessarily yeah. you'd want to be 
around or like working with or having help you or whatnot. Um, so yeah, yeah, that would be that would be the best part about it. Thanks for sharing everything. No today. problem. We appreciate it. Thank Hopefully you. Hopefully, what RCC is doing about it. So, all right, oh Coach Abby Duffy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I know. Like, everything's still like going. I know. <laughs